Today's message on From His Heart is entitled Child's Play, but it's definitely not just for children. Here's Pastor Jeff Shreve. I've entitled this sermon Child's Play, but we're going to talk about children of all ages because it's not just little kids who are supposed to honor their father and mother. That's a command that applies to everyone throughout life that we're supposed to do that. Jesus was speaking to adult Pharisees when he told them about honoring their father and mother, and they weren't doing it. So God has something to share with us today that will teach us how to honor our parents, how to fulfill God's commandment, and how to enjoy his good promise that it may go well with you, that you may live long on the earth. This is From His Heart with Pastor Jeff Shreve. Thank you for being with us today as we'll be reminded of what the Bible tells us about the importance of honoring our parents, good, bad, or ugly. Yep, that's true, but sometimes that's easier to say than to do. In today's powerful Child's Play message, we'll learn the importance and significance of showing our parents respect and obedience and how we should treasure them in order to fulfill God's commandment and enjoy His good promise. The lesson today is the last in the six-message series, Modern Family, God's Wisdom for Today's Families. We've been in it the last part of this month. If you missed any, you can go online to listen again at fromhisheart.org. Just click the Listen tab. And with your gift to From His Heart this month, we'd like to send you the We Are Family series that we aired earlier. It will definitely be a blessing to your family and allow you to be all that God wants you to be. That is our special gift of thanks for your support of any amount this month. Again, go to fromhisheart.org for more details. If you can now, though, open your Bible to Ephesians chapter 6, as Pastor Jeff Shreve explains the importance of all of us engaging in some child's play. Honor your father and mother that your days may be prolonged in the land in which you are going. Honor, it's so critical. Now, Jesus talked about honoring your father and mother. Exodus 20, the 10 commandments, talk about honoring your father and mother. Then Deuteronomy 5, where Moses reviews the 10 commandments with the people before they go in the promised land. He, He talks about honoring your father and mother. And then Jesus talked about it in the New Testament, talked about it with the rich young ruler. He talked about it with the Pharisees. And then Paul talks about it in Ephesians chapter six. And he says this, children... Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. That's a command that applies to everyone throughout life that we're supposed to do that. Jesus was speaking to adult Pharisees when he told them about honoring their father and mother, and they weren't doing it. And he got on to them. So God has something to share with us today that will teach us how to honor our parents, how to fulfill God's commandment, and how to enjoy his good promise that it may go well with you, 
that you may live long on the earth. Now, we want to look at three areas of life. Area number one is when you're young. Young children give honor by obeying their parents. That's the big challenge when you're little, when you're young, the big call from God. Okay, honor your parents, and the way you do that is by obeying them. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, I taught that verse to my kids when they were little. They come out of the womb. It's Ephesians 6, 1, every night. You want your kids to know, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. Job description for a young child. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, the word uh, to obey literally means to hear under. It means to hear and to heed, to listen attentively and to do accordingly. So young children, honor your father and mother. How do you do that? Primarily through obedience. Now let's go to the second phase of life. Teenage children. Teenage children give honor by respecting their parents. You say, do they not have to obey their parents? Of course They have to obey their parents. But the challenge for a teenager comes in the area of respect. You know, teenage, something happens to a person when they hit the teenage years. You know what happens? I mean, I was a teenager once. You know what happened to me when I became a teenager? I became so smart and my parents became so dumb. Did anyone ever have that? It's just a phenomenon that happens when you're a teenager. All of a sudden, it's like, I know everything. They don't know anything. Teenagers must remember that their parents aren't clueless. See, you respect. How do I honor my father and mother? Well, you respect them in the teenage years. And you know that they're not clueless. They know some things you don't know. They have traveled ahead of you. They've gone through those tumultuous teenage years, and so they know some things you don't know because they've been down that road before. Now, you don't want to fall into the trap. Remember I said how, how uh, teenagers, they think they, they just, it's a natural thing. It happens to everybody. They think they're smart, and they think their parents get dumb. You don't want to fall into the trap that Rehoboam did. Rehoboam was king after Solomon. Rehoboam stood and spoke to the people and they said to him, listen, Rehoboam, if you will lighten the load that your father Solomon put upon us, lots of taxes and things like that, if you'll lighten up, we'll serve you. But if you don't, we're not going to. And so Rehoboam, he went and he consulted with the elders, with his father's cronies. And he said, what do you think? And they said, you need to lighten the load. Pay attention here, Rehoboam. Lighten the load. We've been here. We've done that. We've seen what's going on. Lighten their load, and they'll serve you. You serve them, and they'll serve you. And then he talked to his young buddies. Hey, young buddies, what do you think I ought to do? They said, you need to give it to them. You're Rehoboam. They don't know who they're messing with. They're giving you an ultimatum. You tell them how the cow ate the cabbage. So Rehoboam, he rejected the counsel of the elders, and he went with the counsel of his buddies. And the scripture says, and the king answered the people harshly, for he forsook the advice of the elders, which they had given him. Remember, he told him, he said, my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. He disciplined you with whips, 
but I'll discipline you with scorpions, which were whips that had metal tied to the end. And they said, well, forget you, pal. And that's when the kingdom split. It's in the book of First Kings. But that was Rehoboam. You don't want to fall into that trap. Teenagers, you honor your parents. How? By respecting them. All right, they wear black socks when they mow the yard. Pull them over to the side. Say, hey, dad, don't do that. And mow the yard on Saturday. Let's get rid of the 3D loser. Let's go from being a 3D loser to just a loser. You know, you got to start somewhere, right? And so now parents, they must remember something too. They must remember what it was like to be a teenager. Teenagers forget that their parents know anything. And parents forget what it was like to be a teenager. Put yourself in their shoes and, and let's take away any distractions and any hindrances and any obstacles so that they can feel comfortable. When it comes to parenting, parents have to remember what it was like to be a teen. Remember that it was hard. Man, your body is changing when you become a teen. You're growing up, you're maturing. Man, there, there, there are chemicals and oils going on in your face that can be really rough. Nobody likes acne. Nobody, except dermatologists. They're the only guys that like it because they make a living off of that. But nobody likes it. And so many kids, we struggle with that. I had that when I was a kid. No fun at all. My friend Mike told me the story. Mike Lurch was his name. His dad, Jim Lurch. He was six foot ten, Mr. Lurch. And uh, he was so intimidating, scared us to death. He's just a big kind of a gruff guy. And Mike told me, he said, sat down at the breakfast table this morning. He goes, I got a zit on the end of my nose. Never wanted to have a zit on the end of your nose at my high school. His dad's reading the paper, looks over at him and goes, Michael, boys are going to start calling you Rudolph. Thanks, Dad. You know, I mean, you, you think that home is a safe place where you can have a zit and nobody points it out, and his own dad calling him Rudolph. It's just tough to be a kid, and so we have to remember as parents what it was like. And remember this too. You know, most kids don't like the music their parents like. Have you noticed that? I mean, you think about it. I don't care if you're uh, 80 years old. You think about it. When you were a kid growing up, did you and your parents like to listen to the same thing? Of course not. I had to ride with my dad when I was 19 years old, working a summer job at Shell Oil Company. We rode in the car together for about 45 minutes to an hour to get to work. And he wanted to listen to classical music. I was thinking of that Adam Sandler song, Somebody Kill Me Please. I just couldn't take it. And now some people really like classical music. He sure did. But to listen to it on the radio, I thought, well, who would ever do this? And he'd just be like, don't turn it off. It's either that or the news. When you're 19, you don't want to hear that stuff. It's like, can we play a different station? No, I'm listening to this. Well, he and I didn't like the same music. Chances are your kids don't listen to the same music you listen to. Now, I think that we have to be careful, kids, what music we listen to and young people. Uh, what music do you listen to? Because there's a lot of music that's bad really bad. But there's some music that's good. But you think, you know, and some parents say, well, you know, this rap music, I can't understand any of the words. There's a Christian rapper, Lecrae, and, uh, you know, I heard him once live. I couldn't understand a lot of what he was saying, but it's good stuff from what I understand. And, uh, you know, so some parents are like, you know, I can't understand any of that music. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, what'd you listen to? I want to read you the lyrics 
from a song that many in this room really liked from a musical group that sold an album or two called The Beatles. They wrote this in 1969. Listen to the words, and then you tell me what it means. Here come old Flattop. He come grooving up slowly. He got Jojo eyeball. He one holy roller. He got hair down to his knee. Got to be a joker. He just do what he please. He wear no shoe shine. He got toe jam football. He got monkey finger. He shoot Coca-Cola. He say, I know you, you know me. One thing I can tell you is you got to be free. He bagged production. He got walrus gum boot. He got Ono oh sideboard. He won spinal cracker. He got feet down below his knee. What a freak, his feet below his knee. Hold you in his armchair, you can feel his disease. Come together right now over me. What in the world does that mean? Some of you are like, that was good. I like that song. No one on the planet knows what walrus gumboot is. I think John Lennon was just on drugs when he wrote that, right? We're like, that was good music back then where you could really sink your teeth into it. So you, you cut them some slack, right? They like different stuff than we do. And so you always want your music to honor God, right? But we need to treat our kids with respect and remember what it was like to be a kid. See, here's the deal with parents and teenagers especially. Parents, if you as the parent will respect your son, your daughter, you help them to respect you. And if you will maintain your position in their world to know what they're talking about and who they're talking to and not to be a hovering parent that's meddling, but to be close enough to you know what's going on, to be their parent, but also somebody that they can confide in. That helps a whole lot. Teenagers will have an easier time respecting you if you respect them and if you are respectable. Now, the third area, we've talked about young children, we've talked about teenage children. Now, let's talk about adult children. Adult children give honor by treasuring their parents, treasuring them. See, things change as you grow up. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. When you're young, you obey your parents. When you're a teenager, you obey and you the challenge is respect. Now, when you're older, are you supposed to obey your parents and the Lord? No. You're not under their roof anymore. You're still supposed to honor them, but honor takes the form of treasuring them. Now, there must be healthy boundaries when you become an adult. God wants there to be healthy boundaries. You look at a dysfunctional family, it's a dysfunctional family because a son grew up and he never really grew up. A daughter grew up and they never really grew up. They're still connected to mom and dad in a, in a close relationship like they were a kid, like they were a teenager. That's not good. See, God wants children to grow and go. That's what children are supposed to do. That's what the home is supposed to be. It's a place where you train your kids and then you jettison them out of the nest. Genesis 2.24 says, for this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. For this cause a man shall leave 
leave. He's not going to be under their roof anymore. He's to leave and he's to start his own home and his own uh, roof and his own family. And he leaves mom and dad. Doesn't mean he disses them. He still honors them, but he's not under their roof anymore. And he has to cut two strings and she has to cut two strings. Number one, you have to cut the purse strings. You can't be connected to your parents anymore financially to where you're dependent upon them for your life. Because the golden rule, he who has the gold makes the rules, is so true. And if you have mom and dad who are funding uh, this new family over here, well, then you're not going to be independent. You're going to be dependent on them to send you a check. So you cut the purse strings and you cut the apron strings, which means emotionally you're not tied to your parents. God wants you to grow and go And God wants parents to back off and support. That's what parents do. You you raise up your kids and you get them out of the nest and you're not managing them anymore. Remember I told you, you go as your kids grow up, you go from manager to consultant and you only consult when they call the consultant for consultation. You don't just show up. I mean, how does that work at your business? All of a sudden, somebody knocks at the door. Who are you? I'm the consultant. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with your business. I never called you. I never hired you. Who told you to come here? Well, I just told myself. That doesn't work. It doesn't work in this thing called a new home. And all of a sudden, in-laws come in or mom and dad come in. And they're like, I'm going to tell you how to set all this up. If they don't ask you, you got to just back off. You're there. Hey, if you need me, I'm here. You can call me. And I want to help you, but I'm not just going to jump in and start rearranging your kitchen. That doesn't work very well. You got to let them make their own choices and make their own life. So parents back off and support. You know, one of the greatest ways, if you're a grandparent here, you know, one of the greatest ways that you can support your, uh, your children and your in-laws is by being there for them to say, Hey, if you guys ever want to go away for the weekend, we'll watch the kids. We'll babysit them. You need to go out on a date. You can just bring them over here. We'll babysit. Debbie and I would have loved that. We didn't have that because her mom and dad, it was always based on, you know, well, we'll take one. It's like, well, we got three. Well, what do we do with the other two? Well, you can take them with you. Oh, it'll be a great weekend. You know, I mean, we want a, a weekend for ourselves and you're going to take one of the kids. And so you, you got to take them all, you know, it's a package deal. Well, my parents, they just never offered, you know, so it's, we'll take none, you know. And so it was just kind of hard. And, you know, trying to get a babysitter to watch three kids that's really hard. And so that's a, a great way that, that grandparents can help their, their kids is by saying, hey, we'll take them. You guys go away. Go away Friday, Saturday, better be back Sunday. And uh, <laughs> that kind of thing, that is a way to support them. And when they ask you for advice, you give them advice, but you let them know, hey, you know, it's only, this is only as good as what you pay for, and this is free, so this is just how I see things. But let them ask you. So there must be healthy boundaries. There must be care and concern. We're talking about treasuring our parents as they get older, as we get older. There has to be care and concern. They're looking for that. Let me tell you something. Getting old is not for wimps. Would you agree with that? Man, is it hard to get old? 
I'm only 50 and it's hard. And, and I know that as people get older and older and then they end up and they can't go out and they can't do, and it's really hard. You know what the devil attacks when you're older? He tries to blow the light out on your spirit to tell you that God doesn't love you anymore. You're no good. You're worth nothing. One of the things I love about the television ministry is it has a big impact on older people because they can't get out. So many of them. I get lots of emails and letters from people that are in their 80s. Say, I watch you every week. You're my church. I worship with you and I study with you and thank you. And tell your church, thank you for this ministry because it ministers to me in their 80s. Because that's the time that they can't do. And so as parents, as we have parents that get older, we need to show care and concern for them and love for them and call them and visit them and help them. And maybe we go over their house and mow their yard or maybe we do this for them or that for them. It shows them that you love them. It shows them that you honor them. Interesting, when Jesus told the Pharisees, he said, the Bible says, honor your father and mother. He said, but you guys, you don't honor your father and mother. You say whatever could be used to help my father and mother, I've given it over to God. He said, therefore, you absolve yourself from helping them. You invalidate the word of God for the sake of your commandment. Isn't it interesting how he told them about that? He zeroed in on the fifth commandment. You're supposed to honor your parents, but you're not doing it, especially as they get older, especially in terms of care and financial care for them. Well, that speaks to my own heart as I have an, a mother who's getting along in age and I need to be there for her care and concern. Now, I know as we close up, I know there are some people here today and this is a hard message because you don't have a good relationship with your mom or your dad. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's not your fault, but you feel the distance and you know there's a strain there. What do you do? Romans chapter 12, verse 18 says this, if possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. So far as it depends on you. Hey, if you're here today and you have a distant relationship with your mom or your dad, as far as it depends on you, do everything you can to make that right. Because there's coming a time when they're not going to be here anymore. And then you can't make it right. Poem I like says this, when as a child I laughed and wept, time crept. When as a youth I dreamed and talked, time walked. When I became a full-grown man, time ran. When older still I daily grew, time flew. Now I must be traveling on, time gone. Don't you let time run out on you, especially as it relates to your mom, to your dad. The time is now to get things right, and God will bless you for it. Take advantage now, today, of the time that God has granted you to make things right with your mother, father, or son or daughter. A critical, inspiring message from Pastor Jeff today on From His Heart called Child's Play. And we trust it has blessed your life. Thank you, Pastor. We also want to thank you for listening today and all this month as we've sought to build up, encourage, and empower families to live lives that honor God. 
I'm Larry Nobles, trusting you'll be here again next time as Pastor Jeff Shreve will begin the month of December cutting right to the heart of the matter. It's a lesson called, Why Does Christmas Matter? Join us on Friday when we'll open God's Word and share real truth, real love, and real hope from His heart. His Heart is the listener-supported broadcast ministry of Dr. Jeff Shreve, speaking the truth in love to a lost and a hurting world. Remember, no matter what, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Find out more at fromhisheart.org.